Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Quick, episode 79. Today we have our weekly where we do kind of a draft game, whatever. This week it's not necessarily a draft rather than a top five. Uh, Relapse is the person on our Patreon uh, who suggested this for us. If you want to suggest stuff for us to talk about or join our Discord, get discounts on merch, all other kinds of awesome cool stuff, check out the Patreon down below. But he asked for, well, he asked for a draft of scenes that made you feel a way you will never forget. But I figured it would just be better and more logical to do this as just a top five ranking for each of us. So it's a very interesting way to word it. So scenes that made you feel a way that you will never forget. So very interesting. Uh, thank you for the suggestion. We're going to just go around the call doing our top fives real quick. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, by the way, Cam, if you're watching this or like, if you're watching this and you see Cam's screen gone, he stepped away for a second. He'll be right back. So if we kind of breeze past him, don't worry. You'll still get the full Cam Walsh top five, but, um, I'll kick it over to Seth first with your number five. Yeah. So obviously we did like a while ago, we did the, uh, we did top 10 movie scenes, didn't we? Favorite movie scenes, whatever. So there is a couple on here that are the same, but I basically said to Tyler that I think it might collide with that and the same. So I've tried to switch it up. Um, I've tried to make it a little bit different by adding some a couple of new ones in. So five is actually going to be just a scene that kind of I only saw for the first time recently. I've only watched this film three times now. Um, and that is the ending of David Lynch's Lost Highway. Uh, it For me, it's one of the most electric endings I've ever seen. It's interesting when you say impactful because sometimes when I think impactful, I think of like emotionally or in terms of the way you kind of perceive life or sadness, whatever it might be. This is just one of those scenes that is just so fucking electric. It just has me in complete awe. I get like on my feet, excited. It's how I imagine like George to be at the the start of the Dark Knight. You know, we'll use that example. <laughs> it's one of those sort of scenes for me. Uh, so I'll go with the ending of Lost Highway, the last like five minutes, um, as my number five. George, what's your number five? Uh, my number five, maybe a little bit of recency bias, but when I put together like this most impactful list, I didn't want to like scroll through Letterbox looking for movies. I want to just like that's why I did. Yeah, like if, if they're impactful, they just got to come off the top of my head, like movies that I'm just constantly thinking about. And one one scene that I just haven't been able to get out of my head since I saw it last year for the first time. Uh, is the under pressure dance scene from After Sun? I just oh. fucking adore that scene. It's just one of the most wholesome uh, and also heartbreaking scenes I've ever seen in film, and uh, it's just stunning. Yeah, I just rewatched that last night because I, I like to torture myself emotionally. I don't know why I put myself through that again, but <laughs> brilliant scene from a brilliant film. Um, real quick, so I put eight. I'm just going to really quickly rattle off eight, seven, six. So eight, I had a man called Ove, final scene. Not going to spoil what it is because I feel like no one, not only just you guys, but really no one's seen that movie. So it's it's what a man called Otto is a remake of. So go check out a man called Ove. Um, seven, this came to my head right when Seth was talking about like how it doesn't have to be like a sad scene. I was thinking about Walter Mitty like running when he's like has a briefcase. He's running past all like the Life magazine signs. It's kind of like his yeah, big cool. epic like go seize the adventure, seize the day scene. And then number six will be Inside Out when Riley and her parents finally come to an understanding with each other at the end. That's just like such an impactful scene. But my official that number was five. was my number six. Oh, oh nice. The Inside Out thing was my number six. You yeah. didn't tell us we were doing eight, seven, and six. <laughs> I, I just threw them on right when we started recording. But on my, on my official number five is a Boyhood uh, when he's driving away to college and the song Hero by Father of the Year starts playing. So that's like that became like my favorite song immediately after that. And it's just kind of like a big big kind of freeing moment for him where like I never never necessarily felt like I had to get like free for my family but I've always been like more of a nomad like moving all over across America really on my own so it's just kind of like a 
go seek out adventure, kind of be on your own, kind of go pave your own path sort of scene. So that, that one definitely impacts me. Um, and like we said, I still haven't seen that film. I mean, it's, it's one of those that I never get offended. If people don't like it because it's just one of those that like, I feel like, which is similar to a lot of link later is like, if you don't really connect with the, with the heavy dialogue and the themes he's going for, it's probably going to be a miss for you. But I think boy, more so is likely to be a miss than the before trilogy would be. I haven't seen a link later that I haven't liked. So I guess that's yeah. a, I mean, I, I'd be shocked point. if you didn't like it. I think four would be like the, the floor. Cause it's link later at the end of the day. But um, yeah, so cam is uh, he'll be here in a second. So we'll run through his five when he gets there, but we'll, we'll just keep going back around to Seth for the number four. Yeah. So number four, this is kind of where it does link into the scenes. Obviously that was a while ago. No one fucking remembers anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I do have the, uh, the old boy hallway scene. Like, when I think about Impactful, I kind of did what George did. I was like, let me just think about stuff that I regularly actually go on YouTube and watch. Because there isn't that many scenes that I'll go out of my way to watch on a frequent basis. And all five of these are. And that was kind of one of the first scenes that mesmerized when I was younger. I, I still love it to this day. And again, not in like an emotional way or anything like that. It just it just kind of reminds me why I love film. And I just, I love how it's out. Um, so yeah, old boy hallway action sequence. Uh, sorry, Park Chan Wook's old boy. I was just going to make a joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for that anyway. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my number four. George? Uh, yeah, my number four. And again, just going back, you know, you think impactful and you think maybe like which move, which smooth movie scenes like hurt you emotionally or something like that. But this is not on that scale. This is just one of those movie scenes that from the day I first saw it, it has just been ingrained in my head forever. And that is Charlie's death scene in Hereditary. Um, oh, interesting. I, I that, get it. Yeah, I, it's just one of those movie scenes that I have not been able to stop thinking about. Just when I like say like my jaw hit the floor, yeah. I literally mean I, my jaw hit the floor. I like, remember seeing it in cinemas and just being so off guard. It was crazy. Just out of and then. It's also like, again, I'm not trying to sound like manly or anything. And Seth, maybe you feel the same, but like horror movies don't like kill me, you know, but Hereditary is just one of those movies that I genuinely lost sleep over. And it was because of that scene. Yeah, that scene. It's rare that you get caught off guard as much as that, especially in horror nowadays. And it literally came out of nowhere. And it was so brutal as well. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just it has resonated with me more than like any other horror scene ever has. You watch that? I don't know if I could watch that like repeatedly. Oh no, I don't watch it repeatedly. I was gonna say, but like <laughs> when I when I think impact, I just think like, what am I for constantly sure. thinking about? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. fucked up scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, my number four, I won't harp on it too long. Is the, the final La La Land epilogue? We've talked about it in probably like ten real talk or real quick episodes at this point, and it's, it's just one of what the a, what a, scenes. What a shocking pick from yeah, Tyler! What a shocking wow. pick. Uh, Cam, give me your five and All your right. four. Yeah, where are we at? Five and four. All right. So a lot of mine have already been mentioned in our like uh, when we did favorite scenes, um, but took out like the ones that I think are cool and maybe added some that are a little more impactful. So um, the only new scene in this is my number five. And I'd say the ending of After Sun, just that final shot of uh, the dad, Paul Mescal, standing there holding down the recorder hits every time i haven't rewatched after sun since watching it but i have rewatched that scene plenty just brings me to tears every time it's just absolutely depressing um but just kind of sits with me of especially after having a kid sits with me and hits a little bit harder um then number four i guess last time i used a different scene from goodwill hunting but 
like after the episode, I was like, nah, I like this other scene better. So I'm going to that one. So the best part of my day is that 20 second walk in from like my car to your door. Um, and, uh, Ben Affleck having this conversation with Matt Damon, basically saying, I just basically hope that you'll be, you won't be here one day because you're too good for this place. And it's just, I really love that scene. I think that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, but last time when we did favorite scenes, I forgot about it. So maybe it's not, but, uh, um, just rewatch I rewatch that thing all the time it's just one of my favorite scenes and feels very impactful um just as like trying to be the best person you can be and get it getting out of like anything that's kind of has you stuck in a rut I would say but I enjoy it a lot for sure Seth number three yeah so another overlap here uh I would imagine most of you thought this would be on here but kind of one of the first scenes that I guess I uh, fell in love with, and I watched this all the fucking time, at least weekly, and that is um, Alien, uh, Alien? Ellen, uh, Ellen's escape scene, um, Ellen Ripley's escape scene at the end of Alien um, in the pod. I think that's just flawless. I, I love that scene to death. I watch it all the time. Um, I imagine that, I think that, that was on my list. I can't remember what it was, but I imagine most of you expected to be at least one Alien scene on here anyway, so that is definitely my favorite. George? Yeah, my number three comes from a movie I still don't think any of you guys have watched, um, and that is there is a uh, there's a bike riding scene in Ed Sonoda's Nine Days. Um, oh, yeah. Is that I, like question one or some shit? What is it? The one with the the posters like a beach with a house on the beach? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything about that scene because it is uh, a little bit of a spoiler. But yeah, basically, one character is is riding a bike and. This, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but the reason she's riding the bike and like what's going on around her while she's riding the bike is just it had me in fucking tears. It's just like one of those movie scenes that like made me just realize just like how beautiful life is and just how much we take for granted. And and it's just one of my one of my favorite scenes of, of I was going to say the last few years, but just of all time. It's a great scene. Mm-hmm. I, I do love that scene a lot. Yeah, that shit had me crying the first time I watched that movie. My number three is from Schindler's List, the final scene of the placing the rocks on the gravestone. Like for for me, Schindler's List played out a lot like After Sun, where the whole movie was like very heavy and very slow. But it wasn't until like the final scene that like it fit like it completely just broke me. And Schindler's List, like the whole movie, I was like, this is like super heavy and super emotional. But then like once that final scene hit, that's when like it all like kind of came together for me and just like absolutely just ruined me. So I'd say the final scene is Schindler's List when it's just like all the people placing the rocks on the real gravestone of a uh, Oscar Schindler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam, yeah. number three. Number three, uh, we've seen it before, but this ending to Sound of Metal uh, always hits. It's just like that breath of fresh air almost, like that everything's going to be okay. Like, it, like, you know, things kind of suck right now, but it, it'll get better. And finally, finally that acceptance of that it, it'll get better um, and acceptance of kind of where he's at hits every time i i absolutely adore it all right now, not much uh, to say about it yeah for sure uh seth we're on to number two yeah so i guess this is the first one that impacted, impacted me in like an, an emotional way i watched it really young i've watched it many times since it's one of my favorite films of all time and also one of the most important pieces of british cinema ever uh george has seen it i think he's the only one who has and that is the ending of this is england george you'll know exactly what yeah yeah. i don't think you can watch that film and it not stay in your head for a while it's oh again i won't say anything but it's so sad the powerful indictment of just racism and fascism in in england um and yeah that that'll be my number two the ending of this 
one one of the most emotionally taxing scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Absurd. Um, yeah, my number two, and now there's there's going to be my number two and number one, a little bit of overlap uh, between this list and my favorite movies, my favorite movie scenes list that we did a couple weeks ago. My number two is the Leap of Faith scene from Spider-Verse. Um, I mean, it's obviously one of the most brilliantly crafted comic book movie scenes, but it's also just like super impactful for me on just like, finding yourself you know being comfortable in your own skin to like take that leap um i don't know it just just means a lot to me it's just one of those scenes that has obviously stuck with me like crazy and definitely my most rewatched scene on youtube ever without a doubt um yeah that's my number two i love that scene a classic a staple has to be brought up um so number yeah. two for me would be the the final monologue from uh, tim and about time so basically the whole movie is trying to figure out how to master this use of time travel he starts to relive the same day over just once like basically kind of uses it at first to kind of manipulate things in life the second time he uses it to depreciate things more in life and then by the end he realizes that he doesn't really need it at all and kind of comes together with the really beautiful prose on life and what it means to be very to be completely present in every day whether it's the greatest day of your life or a mundane day um but yeah so cam I thought that'd be number one for you, to be honest. I can't figure out what your number one is now. Yeah, I mean, like like you guys, I didn't really like search a ton for this because I feel like for impactful scenes, scenes you'll never forget, it's like should be something on top of mind. So I kind of just threw down the ones that first came to my mind. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I I I, I really thought the La La Land epilogue, epilogue. Would, be, would be your number one, honestly. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I've never really that. had like a right person, wrong time. So I feel like I wouldn't be like a number. Like if if I felt like that about someone in my life, then maybe yeah. I'd be like a number one. But but yeah, Cam, your number two. Yeah, my number. Yeah, my number two. Uh, a lot of my scenes are just kind of like coming of age movies of like finding your place, kind of. And this um, one of my favorite animated movies, Soul. So the the joys of life scene where he's just watching the um, little tree helicopter things fly down. Um, and just understanding the joys of life and, you know, life's life is a lot about mundane events. Like Tyler said, kind of in the about time clip, it's, you know, not everything's perfect, but uh, finding a way to, you know, find joy in those moments where it's, you know, mundane. That's one of my favorite scenes of all time and probably why that movie is so high on my ratings. Awesome. That's well, we, yeah. we, we've built it all up to this. Now we're officially unveiling our number one, what we would consider a scene that makes us feel away. We will never forget number one, Seth. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of obvious. I feel like there is, there is only one scene. I, I estimate I watch this scene 10 to 15 times a week. Um, and I can't even watch 20 seconds of it without crying my eyes out. It's a bit embarrassing, really. It's really weird. I have like a really weird emotional connection with this scene. And that is, of course, Theoden's speech in Return of the King. Uh, that's just, fine. Ten to fifteen it, times a week is impressive. <laughs> Especially I, if it makes you cry every time. <laughs> good yeah. you know, like, it, it's, it's bizarre, man. Like I said, that me and Andrew had this conversation the other day. I'll be in, we'll be in bed, and I'll be like scrolling TikTok, and I'll see that scene come up with like some sad music over the top. It will take me five seconds, and then Anna's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> that is like easiest number one i mean let's be realistic it could all all five could be lord of the rings i feel like that's just a bit boring though uh, but that is my yeah favorite scene of all time one that most watched most of those times i probably watch it every day so yeah it makes sense love that <laughs> george you're number one <laughs> my number one i i like legitimately couldn't decide it's it's i there's two scenes from one movie 
that I just truly could not decide over. So I'm just going to do both of them. Um, and that is the beginning and end monologue of Arrival. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Yeah, both of those are two of the most impactful scenes, I, particularly the ending. So I'll say the ending is my official number one because that obviously wraps up the movie and you kind of have a better understanding of like what Amy Adams is talking about. Um, but her whole monologue on like time and memory and just being in the moment and appreciating what's there in front of you. Um, it, it just, it's again, it's just like Seth with the Lord of the Rings scene. It just, it, it makes me cry every goddamn time. I think it's beautiful. Um, obviously you have on the nature of daylight in the background, which mm-hmm. that song alone will make me cry. Even if it's not paired with a movie scene, um, you guys should have seen me when that song came on in the last of us episode three, I almost lost oh, yeah. my shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's my number one. It's definitely, uh, I don't know if I'd say it's the scene that makes me cry the most, but it's definitely the scene that makes me cry the most frequent. Like it always will never fail to get a tear out of me. Um, definitely, uh, I won't say definitely because just looking at my top five, it's, it's very interchangeable. Even looking at like my six through eight, this list could be different tomorrow, but right now I'm going with the arrival and we'll go with the end monologue scene as my number one. Does that make you cry because it's sad, or does that make you cry because you feel happy? I mean, I think it's a combination of both. I think it's just like like a happy culmination of Amy Adams's character kind of being content with the life she's in, but also understanding that you know this life is going to come with hardships. Um, And then you know her also obviously coming at the end of the movie when you have awareness of like what the alien language is, what it does, and what Amy Adams's character has been through. It just kind of adds like so much like weight on like the shoulders of like what she's exactly talking about with like time and memory and again on the nature of daylight it's just cry porn well that's a big brain move saying the ending and opening scene of arrival is your number one because arrival is all about there is no beginning or end their language is all continuous there is no exactly it's all one one continuous circle so that's just like a big meta move picking both the beginning and end because there is no beginning and end. high high iq plays from the film bro Uh, my number one is uh, it was also my number one on like my favorite scenes of all time because like I'm not like you guys I don't rewatch any movie clips except this one is the only one I rewatch and it's just you don't know about love scene from uh, Goodwill Hunting with Robin Williams and uh, and and Matt Damon and when Cam brought up the one with Ben Affleck where it's Ben Affleck's monologue kind of saying like uh, the walk to your doors like the the part of my day where I like, hope yep. you're gone like that just reminded me there's just like so many scenes that could have been like it's not oh, your yeah. fault scene. Oh, yeah. The, the ending scene when he kind of realizes that he's going to see about a girl. Like there's so many scenes that's that's movies are so well written, which is just why, like I just am so impressed that like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were capable of like creating a screenplay like that just so early in their and young in their career, which makes sense. Why once that movie came out, they became mainstays for 25 years now in Hollywood. So like deservingly. So when you release a movie like that at such a young age, um, but yeah, that's my number one cam number one. I think my I wonder number one what is probably be. the most, yeah, it's the most obvious number one of all time, but it's obviously it, it's the leap of faith scene. Um, it, this is like leaps and bounds, no pun intended, above the other four. Like, I love the other four, but this one has is without a doubt will always be number one. Um, it's you know, probably, I I expected it to be when Flash reverses time and yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> I mean, they, they were definitely teetering on it for sure. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I don't know, in my opinion, this is probably the most like perfectly crafted scene of all time, just the way 
you know, leaps off and then the, the glass shattering off his fingertips and falling every bit of, I, I think it's like my Twitch header. It's my twi- uh, TikTok or sorry, Twitter header. Um, it's my screensaver. Just and that shot of him falling on the city is, I don't know. It's perfect to me. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I foreshadow it probably every week just talking about it, but it's most impactful for me for sure. Cam, my next tattoo, I want to get Miles, like when he's upside down from the leap of faith. Yeah. You should get that so we could so, be. So that's, what, uh, that's why I did the uh, sweatshirt. Um, and I think I tweeted it like that's, I had my friend, my, my wife's friend, she designed the uh, leap of faith sweatshirt, but she also did one um, as more of like a silhouette for, for a tattoo. So if I ever get another tattoo, it'll be that. You want to get one together? I'll come to Indiana. If you come to Indiana, we can get in, we can get a tattoo. Together. Can we get one together, George, and come as well. Maybe. What anyone uh, anyone who a, comes a, here? Anyone? Yeah, like, we can get like Ezra Miller putting like babies <laughs> in a microwave or some shit. I'm, I'm actually gonna, like, I'm actually across my chest going to get I hate Seth and then put a five out of five for the Dark Knight. <laughs> you, Seth, you got lucky with that one, man, because it, 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 it was George's entry in the in the. No, that's, I what, I I, I that's I what I said. I wouldn't have done it if it was. I, I support the Real Talk Collection too much. I wouldn't have done it. Well, we'll Emma our... texted me and said her favorite scene is "Hold on tight, Spider Monkey" from Twilight, and then they run up the hill. That is an <laughs> iconic scene, valid, valid scene, <laughs> based on. Um, scene. With that, we'll we'll end our, our discussion of our top five favorite or most impactful slash movie scenes that just when we saw it, they just stuck with us for a long time. Uh, shout out to Relapse for the suggestion. Again, check out our Patreon and the links in the description down below. And with that, we will see you in a couple of days for the next Real Talk episode.